business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to this episode number 100 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and I'm a construction innovation agent based in Helsinki, Finland. My guest is Aviv Libovici, CPO and co-founder of Build Dots. Aviv, it's great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. And I didn't know I'll, I'm going to be on uh, number 100. So that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's really. I, I noticed myself that actually yes, this is number 100. It is kind of amazing. Can you say at first a few words about yourself and and why why you did you start up Build Dots? Yeah, yeah, sure. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, so I am uh, I'm from Tel Aviv. Israel. I am uh, 31 years old, and I started this company with my two co-founders, who are also two of my uh, my best friends. We go back 13 years now, I'd say, yeah, from uh, from first studying uh, a degree in the university. And the way this okay, so we all come from we all studied um, technology in a way, computer science, electrical engineering, those sort of things. And we each did our roles uh, more on more things that are based on cyber sort of technologies and data technologies and stuff like that. And around, I'd say, mid-2017, or even, even sooner than that, we reached the decision that we want to do something, the three of us together. And when we, did, when we made that decision, they still had... And they still had to remain in their in their previous roles for a few months, so I I just I just waited. I worked as a consultant and stuff like that, just waiting for them to to be available. And when we started actually actually sitting down discussing what we'll do, we had a very very strong inclination to say towards building a product that will affect something in the real world. Let's say so for me. Um, obviously, it's, it's just a matter of preference. It's not it's not judgment or anything for me to build, say, product and, for instance, cybersecurity. Like many of our friends here have, was not really was not really the way to go. I wanted and we wanted something that you can see the people, the processes, the actual things in the world that change uh, or that you try to change. And we had a few a few directions in mind. Healthcare, agriculture, all sorts, insurance, and it was actually someone from the innovation department of one of Israel's biggest and probably the best uh, main contractors that sat down for a coffee with us. He's a friend of a friend, and he sat down uh, for a coffee with us and for an hour explained that what we need to do is construction, that the construction industry uh, needs technology, that it needs technologists to come in and, and start working on it because it doesn't have them internally necessarily. And that now is the time that the industry is open to it, that it has already seen the benefits that technology can bring. So it's looking for more and that if we come in and do something and do it right, it could be very significant. That was early 20, like end of 2017, early 2018. And we just started learning, learning about construction what what it is, how does it work, or the different parties 
their interests. Uh, here in Israel, it's uh, very much uh, everyone's a friend of a friend. So it's a pretty small country. And, and we met with, with whoever we could. We met workers on site. We met, met managers. We met designers. We met um, with, uh, with people, developers and, and whoever and whatever and all around. And really just learned, just learned what it is and, and how does it work. We also traveled to London to an event there called Open Doors, where the local industry opens up their, their sites, their construction sites to guided tours. And we went there and learned a bit about what it looks like over there and how similar or not similar, depending on the specific topic it is, to the industry we found here in, in Tel Aviv and in Israel. And through that process, reached the conclusion that, A, yes, we do want to indeed do something in construction. And B, started understanding that the key, the key sort of thing that we want to tackle is providing real, accurate, and actionable information to the people who are running, running these projects, uh, information that we thought was missing. So that's in a five-minute build-up intro, how it became <laughs> to be. Yeah, I always wonder when you when you're a startup and you have to learn a new industry quickly. How do you do that? And and you explained it perfectly. One way of doing it. Uh, what kind of technology or services do you provide? Yeah, well, you know, first I'll just say because you triggered my my mind. I think that one of the exciting things about construction is that I would say that I am still very much learning. About the industry, and I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. So that's uh, it's just something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun for me as you know, running this product and being in charge of it. Um, but to answer your question, so we today again, the idea was that managers on site need need to have control, and for control, you need information, you need reliable information, you need accurate information, you need information that is up to date and is very accessible and possible to share between the different parties when needed to bring everyone together and bring everyone on board. Once we understood that, I think we realized that the only real way, there are so many details in the process. If you look at fitting out, uh, I don't know, a 100-unit apartment building, there are so many things going on. There are so many details. There are so many things to track that the only real way that this can be done and, and done well um, over time is if the information is gathered automatically. That was our premise and that's what we came to do. So the way we do it today is we you, you have a camera. These are 360 degree cameras like GoPros, Garmin's. Those are mounted on top of a person's hard hat. That person could be a site manager that is going through their daily walk um, regardless of build-outs or it could be a, a, a laborer or a worker that walks around specifically with the camera for this purpose walk around, captures a video, and what our tech does, you upload that video to our servers, and what our tech does is it analyzes the video, understands the position of the camera, therefore, of the, of the person, in each and every frame of the video, so it knows to track sort of the path that that person took um, inside the building. And once it does that, it compares the view from that position with what the model, the design looks like in that position. And that way, it picks up the progress of every single element. So let's say that you are now standing on the corner of apartments 
17's living room. And the AI will start tracking and saying, okay, at this specific angle, I need to be seeing a window. Is that window there? Yes or no? And maybe it's just a frame. So it will now register the status of that window. The same goes for the wall, the socket, the floor, every construction element. It will know the status of each of these so that window is indeed installed. The wall is one of its side, uh, one side of it is boarded and the other is not. Uh, the flooring is in or not in, and the socket is just a box for now, something like that. And from that, we build up to the statuses of the different activities on site and how far along is dry lining and how far along is electrical and what pace are they working on and how much of the work is complete, where are their gaps, where are their missing items, where are their items that were built but not, um, not, not by design. So there's a socket, yes, but it's uh, 20 centimeters, 30 centimeters to the right of where it should be based on the design. And just providing all of those, it's called insights and all that information in a, in a web-based system, dashboard system. When you developed this technology, did you use uh, machine learning or other AI technologies? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It is, it is heavily based on, on machine learning and on AI. Basically, in its core, there are today two main machine learning algorithms, and in the future, there will be, there will be a third. The two, first is the positioning part. So to understand the position of this camera without requiring the person to stand in a very specific location or to look in a very specific direction or to, to punch in an app where they are, um, what the camera does is it and analyzes, or the system does, it analyzes the surrounding environment all the time. It knows how to understand what it sees around it in terms of structure. And by doing that and comparing that, again, with the design model, it finds the, the correct location in the model where where the camera has to now be positioned with where, where, where it is. Um, and some, it does that per floor and it does some more tricks uh, to, to differentiate between floors, like recognizing that, uh, the, the stair core, et cetera, et cetera. And once that's done, we now know where the camera is positioned. And this, this is the second time machine learning comes in to analyze each element. So to look at the part of the image where there should be a socket and say, well, I know there should be a socket here. So it could be that there's nothing here yet. It could be that there's uh, just a conduit there. Maybe there's a box, maybe there are cables, or maybe there's the fixture itself, the socket. And to make that decision, what we call classification of that element is the second time uh, where machine learning is involved. And what we're starting to do now, and in the future I think will be more and more, uh, a bigger and bigger part of the system is to now say, okay, so we have all this data. Basically, our, our customers take video every, every floor, let's call it, twice a week. Um, so the entire building is captured twice a week. So we know the exact progress percentage and the exact status of every element in this construction project twice a week. And these are just huge amounts of data. And to start using that data and, and develop machine learning algorithms on top of that data now be able to say, hey, you know what? Uh, I've seen sort of I've seen this happen before. And from where we are now, what's going to happen is this, this activity is not going to finish on time. Therefore, your next trade will not be able to start work on this floor. And there's a problem problem coming in a week or in a month. Um, 
or maybe you need to order your deliveries, whatever, your materials now, because you're going to need them soon. Uh, and those, that's where that's where we're just starting now to also include some more machine learning. But, uh, we can call it situational awareness yeah, of the yeah. construction site. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, it's, uh, we've come, I think, to realize that the potential of the data is in, in, its, in, in a very sort of, let's call it complex analysis and the complex conclusions and insights that can be derived from it and that it's, it's a difficult to do uh, for, for a human being. But also, at the end of the day, when you look at managers on a construction site, they don't really have neither the time nor the, let's call it, main, mental availability to be sitting in front of dashboards and thinking, well, you know what, I'm going to make a cup of coffee, sit in front of this dashboard for half an hour and try to analyze the status of my project. No way, they need something that in 30 seconds will tell them what they need to focus their efforts on because they have 20 incoming phone calls at the same time and somebody has a huge problem on site. Um, so we realized that the only way to, to get to the point where the full, the full benefits of the data uh, are realized is by introducing some more machine learning. Hmm. You talked about the, the actual persons who are using it on the construction side, but, but in general, who are your customers? Are they uh, contractors or, or clients or? Yeah, yeah. Um, so most of them are contractors. Basically, we, we believe that we're building and we have built a product that can be used to improve the control of the construction process and to just improve the productivity of this process and the results. And the people who are in the position to do that, to change the actual process, are the contractors. Um, that's why we typically sell to contractors. We believe that contractors are the ones who should have this and, and should get and can get um, can get the most benefits and can make the most use out of it. We do have a few unique customers of ours for actually uh, clients of projects, but those. Uh, the way they did it is they bought this to a bit to have access to the data themselves, but mainly so that their contractor has it in the in their process and therefore can use it to improve the results of their project. Do you have customers you have in Israel naturally, but also elsewhere? Yes, yes. So it's, it's actually pretty interesting. We started, the first project we started was in London. Yeah. Um we just wanted to uh, start the first project somewhere that is uh, uh, it's more global and we can believe we're not you know, tying ourselves down to what we know there's about Israel. But today we have uh, quite a few projects in, in London and the UK. We have a few projects here in Israel. And then we have a lot of projects, one in each location. So the way these came to be is that when we were approached by by different contractors and, and then started the projects with them. So we have one in Japan and one in Poland and one in Germany and one in the U.S. or two in the U.S. and one in, uh, uh, in Finland and one in Sweden and one in... Anyways, they're all spread out in, in a very, very interesting way. That, that's a way to enter the market in a way to, to get some pilot customers and, and projects. Yeah. Um, 
What have your customers said about your technology and, and what kind of value have they uh, uh, got from using your technology? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the it all starts with making the lives of people on site easier. So if, let's take an example, if there's someone from the commercial team and they have a payment request that each subcontractor provides every month, they need to validate that request and understand how much of the work was done and how much they think should be paid, etc. So to, take, to give them this tool where they just see what our system says was, this, was the situation at the end of the month, exactly what was done, what was not, provide the visual evidence of what was done, what was not. Um, that has shortened their process from a few days to handle payment requests to a few hours. But the key thing, I think, is not that it saved them time, is that it allowed them to reach a better result, a result they feel more comfortable with, and one where there is no argument or discussion. That's what that's just what it is. And if if that shows that their subcontractor is owed less than they requested, then that's that's the case and they need to be paid less. And if it shows that it that they actually need to be paid more than they requested, which has happened on a few of our of our projects where a subcontractor asked for some 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 amount of money that month, but actually the system showed that they did more work. So the main contractor felt very comfortable coming to them saying, well, you know what? I'm actually going to pay you more than that because you did more. And what that does for their relationships with their subcontractors and just making their lives better and easier uh, on site. And then you have people at the headquarters of these companies who suddenly know, have easy access to what's going on on their sites and, and can compare their different the different projects and the productivity on these projects and all of those those sort of things and uh, i think the the best really the best uh, the best sentence that i ever heard which obviously made me feel great that day was uh, a commercial manager like a commercial director of one of the one of the top biggest construction companies in the uk who just told me you know what in 30 years of, of construction and of working in the construction industry, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Obviously, to hear that, I then went, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to go have a beer, which I couldn't because it's COVID, but still. <laughs> and you're just in the beginning, I guess. As you said, you're still uh, developing further your your solution. Um, of course, one thing that this brings about is transparency now now everybody sees what's happened and and it's based on facts so maybe i i would guess that not everybody is happy about that <laughs> have you felt any any of that so that's that's a very interesting point because i have to say on the, the so the very first project that we ever started let's call it for real meaning uh we had a real customer and they bought the product they were paying for it and they were using it constantly it's not it's not beta it's not testing started um, a year and a half ago, September, September 2019. And back then, I really wanted to learn about my product, about what's going on. So I traveled to London every week and spent a day on that site every week to see, see what's going on and to sit in on meetings where they also have access to this data, etc. And just, and just learn. And at some point, I started thinking that the subcontractors are going to hate me. 
because suddenly the general contractor, the main contractor, has access to information that they can use to say, nope, you're wrong. No, you're doing it wrong. No, you you, you need to do more. I, I owe you less. And, you know, just sort of uh, hold them tight, let's call it, and, and, uh, and, and make their lives maybe a bit tougher. And, and I really thought that would be the case. I really thought those guys would probably hate But coming to site, I actually found that these subcontractors came up to me and said, hey, you know what? We want to, together with you, try and get you on other projects we're working on as subcontractors. And I tried, you know, I was off, honestly, I was surprised. I'm trying to understand why. And the answer was that at the end of the day, everyone knows that, um, you know, things that need to happen will happen. If someone did not complete the work, they will at some point. If someone made an error, they will have to fix it. They will have to take care of the cost of what that error caused. And for them, just the fact that this is happening and this data is there and it's making sure that problems don't become big problems and, and that their discussion with their general contractor is, is better because it's all based on, on the truth. And suddenly they... They don't need to trust each other's opinion. They trust the system and the data. And therefore, they can work together with a lot less, uh, let's call it, um, tension. Actually made their lives easier as well. And, you know, we had examples where if, if it was a, a window that was out of position. And at the end of the day, the person who, who did that, they know that there are two options here. Either this is picked up early and then they fix it easily. Or it's picked up months later, and then it's a huge deal. It's tough to, to fix. It costs a lot of money, and they will bear at least some of that cost. So for for them as well, it became uh, pretty pretty productive to have that on site. And I found that that is working well. I think that maybe one challenge that we face in the future is that I do believe that the system and, and data from the system can be used. In a, in a collaborative project-wide way. But when you have uh, a contractor and that contractor has a client and that client might be, you know, trying to, trying to, uh, to, to uh, you know, to get in the mix of exactly what that contractor is doing and bother them about every single little detail, then that might become, might become a challenge for them to work together on, on very detailed information, but but we're we're building towards that, and we now have the first project where the client and contractor are sort of sharing the cost of the system and, and trying to work together. And we'll see we'll see where that takes us. Hmm. I see also one uh, one further benefit from all this. Uh, it's learning. So now now you're learning and you're documenting actually what you're learning. Oh yeah, yeah yeah definitely. I think you know. Uh, we suddenly realized and we started telling clients, you know, no, no disrespect, but, but typically you do not learn enough from project to project. It's because that project is run by the team. It all comes down to the team. Is a team good, team good or team uh, less good will reflect on the results. And then you gather a few pieces of information on what happened and try them to turn that into something, but you don't really learn you don't really get to a point where you say you know what i learned that building it this way 
provides this result, th these results and building it that way does this. And this subcontractor is great for these sort of projects, but not so much for these sort of projects. And just as a business, starting to make decisions and build processes for your business, not at the project level, is definitely a, a very big thing. So uh, as, as you you are part of the future of the construction technology, how, how do you see the future uh, of the, of technologies like like yours in in the industry yeah i think it's you know it's i think the industry is in a very exciting time it's uh the, it has opened its doors let's call it for technology or maybe the right way to say it is that technology has opened its doors to construction uh, in the recent years i always say when people tell me oh but construction people they haven't adopted anything why and i tell my response is well, no, I don't think that's true. I think I don't think that the the relevant technologies were available for the construction industry. So you can't blame the industry for not not starting, you know, to use technology when the technology was not adapted to it, not useful for the industry. And now suddenly, a lot of things have have started, and and more and more are coming in. And to start as an industry, truly gathering and using data to improve the productivity of the industry that has, compared to other industries, again, I think because of the lack of this information, not experienced the boost in productivity that you know, humanity, in a way, has experienced uh, in the last uh, few decades in other industries, is, is the big part of the future. And then on top of that, there are also the, what's called the more uh, cool or sexy stuff, whether it is uh, robotics or Reprinting or you know, um, uh, offsite manufacturing, those sort of things. But but I really believe that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That the key to all of this is is information in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. And also when you mentioned um, uh, about the talked about the cameras that you're using and and now you mentioned robotics uh, we now have seen already that robots are being used as data collectors on the site yeah yeah definitely that's something we're we're actually uh, pretty we're in discussion with one of our clients to start testing that together because uh, they apparently have uh, have their own their own rob robot on loan and we're going to try and uh, do this together just to to make the data collection process you see, a bit easier. It is, though, currently not, not the biggest challenge we face because we built this in a way to say, hey, you know what? You already have people who are walking around on site anyway. Maybe they're mm -hmm. doing a health and safety tour. Maybe they're you know, filling out some checklists. Maybe they're doing something else, uh, just a morning walk. But because we built it in a very non-intrusive way, and all you need to do is wear it and turn it on. It will do the rest. So that's not, hasn't been a, too big of a challenge in that sense. Uh, not yet, at least. Obviously, when we, when the day comes, when we say, well, you know what? Actually, you need to be collecting data three times a day. Um, then that might be the time where, where the robots are more critical. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's possible. If you have a very large site and, and you want to gather data, uh, several times a day yeah then then it be becomes an issue yes. for sure so so you already touched on on your plans on the technology regarding technology and and what you're going to do in the future but 
business wise wise uh do you have plans to conquer the world or what are your plans <laughs> for the future um yeah i think we're we're at an exciting exciting sort of place um a year and a half ago we had one project as i said the first one we're now at dozens of them all across the world and we're right now at the very point where we're starting to really really grow and what we do and the amount of what we do. And it's been uh, the last three or five months have been, you know, times where we just bring, we onboard more and more and more projects. That's uh, I think for me, you know, not, not necessarily only from the bits perspective, but from learning about what this product can do. And every project is different. And you learn, you learn so much about what it can do, what it can bring and, how useful it could be for this case or for that case, or depending on, on the type of project and the type of team and the relationship between contractor and sub, you know, those parts are where, are where I get the most satisfaction. Let's call it that moment when I can see that there are, there's a, a, a general contractor there and a few subcontractors and they're discussing something that they cannot agree on. They cannot agree on because because none of them know the actual truth, and it's and it's going to have a cost or something. And seeing that suddenly we provide them information from the system, it's there; they can use it. And then that's it. They all agree. They say, "Okay, this is what it is, and whatever is my responsibility here, I can see, and I'll take care of it. Whatever is you, you'll take care of it." And that's it. And the whole friction of the process just goes away. Um, to me, that's very exciting, and to see this happening on more and more types of projects and more and more cultures and construction markets, um, that's that's just uh, where we are, and I hope and believe that by the end of the year, we'll be at, uh, at a pretty pretty large number of projects because that's exactly what's happening now is that growth phase. So, if our listeners would like to to start using BuildUts, uh, how how do you start? Well, there's a BuildUts.com, and you can contact us there, or uh, you can actually even email me at uh, Aviv at BuildUts.com. And from there, we just you know we we have a team, a business development team that will will sit down, will discuss specific needs of each potential client, just show the system, show the demo, discuss what, what we can do together and just find the right project. Because the way we believe it needs to happen is first we do one project with the client and we learn to understand each other and we learn to understand their process. Then, if, you know, assuming everyone's happy, we go and we do maybe three or four projects at a time to really understand what the, Business the business can benefit from this, and then we start discussing the wider, the wider sort of things. But the first step for us is really it's very much about about learning and building a relationship. We have customer success managers who spend time with each project every week to discuss things, to see what what sort of value they're getting from the system, what more what more we could do for them, what sort of adaptations or customizations or reports we could build. Uh, just to help that project make the most out of it, and it's a it's a mutual learning sort of process. 
Yeah, but but do you already have a a, a fixed uh, pricing model for for how how you price your service, or, or is it project by by project? Well, it is based on on project. Basically, what we care about is the area, the square meters, because uh, square meters and maybe and also the complexity of a specific project. You know how many how many elements and the density of those elements, because that sort of determines the amount of work that our system needs to do uh, all the time. So that what, that's what the pricing is based on. Um, and we price specific projects. And of course, there are things to consider, uh, a specific market, a uh, first-time client typically receives some sort of introductory uh, discount and then building it together. You know, it, it's very dependent, but it comes to a few thousand dollars per project per month that few can change, can change very, very much based on the, the project, the project type, project size. Aviv, this has been a really awesome episode number 100. I'm yeah. happy that I, I got you as a guest, and I'm, I'm excited uh, to hear more from you in the future, and hope, hopefully, catch up on what's, what's going on in, in future episodes. Perfectly, yeah, I'd love that. Thank you very much for having me.